Hey everyone, welcome to the Totally Well Show. I'm your host, Joyce Strong. The Totally Well Show is a place where we get curious, ask questions, and explore everything to do with health, wellness, fitness, personal development, helping people, and all the things it takes to help you live a strong, joyous life. Please join me in this interview with my guest, Dr. Erica Reisberg. She is going to talk to you about her uh, own personal journey to uh, reduce overwhelm, produce calm and awareness in her life, and uh, really identify with what her bigger purpose is. Uh, you can reach out to her on her podcast. You can listen in on um, all things, let me make sure I say it correctly, all things in the name of love. Her website is allthingsinthenameoflove.com. And so through that, you'll be able to find how to connect with her, how to uh, participate as a one-on-one -on -one client or in one of the groups she's running. So lots of good things in store that Dr. Um, Reisberg is coming up with, including a summit where, she, where she's going to uh, bring in various people like myself who can help talk to you about all of the holistic elements that come into play when you're sorting out uh, the overwhelm and bringing calm awareness, self-improvement, and really listening to your heart and listening to your body. I hope you enjoy the show today. Reach out to us. We love to get questions. We love your feedback. We love your five-star reviews on Totally Well Podcast. Thanks a lot. Hi, Erica. How are you? I'm doing really well. How are you, Joyce? I'm great. I love your voice. I know you're a voiceover um, talent, so yes. it's always fun to just hear your voice. Thank you. So um, I'd love my listeners to know a little bit about your background, where you're from. You're, you're from New England, right? Yes. From where? I like to say I escaped from Connecticut. <laughs> and now you're on the West Coast. Yep. Now I'm from Portland, Oregon. And of course, you have a podcast, your own, which is all in the name of love. All, thing, all things in the name of love. All things in the name of love. Yep. And um, which is how we connected because that, yes. that uh, title really resonated with me. Um, and I also know because you asked me to participate that you have a summit coming up and that one yes. is from overwhelmed to calm and calm and purposeful. Mm -hmm. Is that mm -hmm. correct? Yeah. Yes. So that's, that's sort of the framework of how we got together. And I'd love to kind of hear a little bit about your, your journey, um, sure. finding the need to do this and, and then, um, our our connection to health and wellness and sure and uh, getting that mind state and that pur purposeful state yes so um i am a ridiculously sensitive person and i grew up as most people do in a family where there were dysfunctional people who loved me but they loved me in their dysfunctional ways and so my coping was um, numbing out and shutting down. So I became very desensitized mm -hmm. and I ended up getting a PhD in history. Um, all the while really curious about um, the other, the concept of the other, because it didn't make sense to me, but I didn't really understand why. Mm -hmm. um, it was just something that was like, why is there another? What is, what, what's going on here? And 10 years ago, my dad died and I started meditating because I was like, there's something deeper here. And four years ago, after the Paris bombing, something about that triggered me. Mm -hmm. And I decided that I couldn't stand violence anymore. Mm. So I wanted to eliminate the violence 
what I thought was outside of me. So I like in 24 hours, I got rid of all my books. I stopped watching the news. I, I changed my iTunes and I didn't go to movies anymore because even comedies have violence in them now. So I was like, okay, we're just taking this all out. Yeah. And then I didn't know what to do for six months, except sit with myself and start peeling out layers of, of belief systems that aren't me. They're what I were taught. Mm-hmm. And over the past four years, what's evolved out of that is I've given up sugar, gluten, soy, dairy, everything except fish, and I'm about 90% plant-based. And that's one aspect. Like So as I'm, as I'm shedding this stuff, I'm finding out what resonates with my body for my optimal health. I also have three TerraCycle boxes because something about plastic makes me feel like I'm hurting the planet. Mm-hmm. So I... I don't have as much plastic in my life anymore. I don't, um, I don't use toxic chemicals anymore for cleaning because that, that is violent to my body. Like inhaling toxins, I get asthma. So I'm, I've eliminated all of that. And as I keep on going deeper and deeper, I keep finding different ways that I want to show up as peace for myself. And so I've created this whole holistic approach of like, okay, what are all the different elements in your life that are causing that overwhelm? And how can we take you down from that to get you in a greater sense of peace? Mm -hmm. So you did some research and decided that certain foods and environmental exposures are somehow altering or not being peaceful to you or kind to you? Well, with the food, it was more my body just told me. Yeah. It, was intu- it was intuitive eating, I think is what they call it now. Um, my body was just like, you're done eating this. I'm like, what do you mean I'm done eating this? And I would get violently ill from eating like hamburgers, which I'd eaten for most of my life. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I got violent stomach aches. I'm like, okay, what's going on here? And I paused. And this wasn't an easy thing. None of this was easy. Now, I, I didn't want to eliminate any of this, but... But my body, because I started getting more sensitive, started telling me what I needed. Okay. So the, in the process of you healing and getting better, you became more and more aware of what you were feeling? Yes. Got it. Okay. Definitely. It's interesting how um, the mindset started, like you made a determination that you wanted to, to see what um, things were affecting you. So you decided to be aware first and then bit by bit became more and more aware and made a change. Yes. Yeah. 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 It, it hasn't like, I will say that things like giving up coffee, not really a fan of that, but I gave myself six months to do it. Yeah. So the month I give myself one more scoop of decaf and after six months I was decaf. And then a couple months after that, I was like, so why am I doing this? And then I started making my own chai yeah, yeah. Um, with green and white tea. But so like I never did anything like food-based because food is such an integral part of our identity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't do anything cold turkey with food. Yeah. 
Like it had to be, except, except like in the past year, because I've done been so gentle about taking myself off of stuff. Like one day I was eating chicken and, and my tongue, I don't know why my tongue was like, yeah, you're done. Mm-hmm. What? I don't like chicken anymore. Yeah. Okay. So, so, and that's because I've spent so much time listening to myself that I can actually tune into what feels good for me. Yeah. It's interesting that you started out telling us how sensitive you were at, and I'm assuming in all ways, you know, when you first, when you were very young and just really sensitive and that, Oh yeah. That maybe, I don't know, overstimulation or just too much. Coming in from the um, forces made you want to numb. Well, well what what happened is um, I had a very controlling grandmother who lived down the street from me, mm-hmm. and I had um, very loving and traumatized parents from various life experiences they had. So, so for example, my mom, who's a she's a big empath. Both of my parents were empaths, but my dad didn't express his emotions at all. Mm-hmm. And my mom overexpressed her emotions and she always shared tragic stories. And so being sensitive, I didn't want to hear tragic stories. And so I just, and I recently had this experience of realizing how I did this. She started telling me a tragic story and I felt myself shut down wow. because I didn't want to take it in because I'm so sensitive. I actually feel the story as my own. And so like growing up with that, I didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. And I ended up just like, okay, this is not how I want to be. I don't want to be somebody throwing horrible stories at somebody else. I don't know how to express my emotions because my dad doesn't. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know what to do other than to shut myself down. This journey that you're on now, it just it seems incredibly brave to go back and you know regroup and try some different things and really trust your body to give you what you yeah. need trust that the body is good and love mm-hmm. very brave i know it is it's incredibly brave it's, and 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 i will tell you that my my personality sometimes like i'm i'm going to um leadership training down in san diego for 10 days tomorrow and there is nothing in my personality that wants to do this huh tell me more but i feel like well, I feel like it's 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 like a Joseph Campbell hero's journey. Yeah. Because my my deeper sense is you need this. Okay. But I am a creature com- creature of comfort. I love comfort. I love familiarity. I love coziness. And I'm throwing myself out to a place I've never been to with people I haven't been with for intensive um finding out everything within me that I can't see and getting it out so I can be more of who I really am, Mm -hmm. which is what we all are, which is divine beings of light. And our full purpose is love. So I want to get to that core of the love that I am. And that's the driving force. Mm -hmm. The personality is like, you gotta be crazy. Really? You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna do this to me. Why are you doing this to me? And it's because I want that deeper connection. I wonder if that's really personality. I'm, I'm a little bit challenged with that word now because okay. you, I think that you 
you come across to me certainly as a leader. You've invited me to you know to come and assist you in this, and I've heard you on other people's podcasts and on your own. And doing what you do takes a lot of um, bravery and stepping outside a comfort zone for sure. Um, That's that feels like it's a deeper self. Yeah, like it's 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 more than me. Yeah. I, I I don't have any great way to articulate this, but I know like my, I'll, I'll say my ego or my personality yeah. um, really does not like change. Yeah. Like I know that this is really out of my comfort zone. I, cause I like snuggling. I like warm, fuzzy things. I have this down um, vest that I just snuggle up into because it just feels so nice. And that's, that's what makes, that's what, that's part of me. And I think that's part of the, the part of me that doesn't want to grow mm-hmm. because I'm taking myself way out of my comfort zone. Like I'm going to bring a grounding pad so I can sleep at night because I'm, that helps me get from over. That's one of the components that helps me calm myself down is having a grounding pad at my feet when I sleep. Um, and it connects me to the earth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I know I have leadership qualities. I know this. And there's a little part of me that's scared of them. So I'm getting rid of that little part of me. Yeah. Well, that's really interesting. I think, I, I think that um, obviously you're going, so the bigger part of you wants to go. And I'm also wondering, like, ego versus personality. You know, a lot of ideas are stuck in our head that, you know, we should, we should just stay where we are. But mm-hmm. you and I both know any growth is going to be a little bit uncomfortable. It's not going to be hard. Oh, this is terrifying. This yeah. is terrifying. Like that part of me is just like, what are you doing? This, this, no, I, I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't, I don't want to do this. And I have to, mm-hmm. I have to, I know since I was little, I know I was a leader and there's something within me that I can't see that is keeping me from fully expressing that. Yeah. I think that's just the value of having coaches and support people like ourselves who can um, be there for others. I, I, I don't mm-hmm. think I can grow without your help, without the help of some other human being to help me see what I can't see yep. um, and give me feedback. So um, it's, I, I, I'm really touched by the language though, that you're using of, you know, like I have to, and I, you don't have to. My soul is guiding me to make this choice. I feel that if I'm going to be the highest expression of who I am, yeah. I have to do it. There's always free will choice. Yeah. I'm choosing the highest calling for myself. Yeah. So that's think, where the have to comes. I think that what you're doing, if did you and I talk about Dr. Epler, Gary Epler and his principle? Mm-hmm. So he talks about the brain a lot and what part of the brain you're in. And I think that you have figured out how to shift from that judgy place or that play, that part of your brain that's afraid to mm-hmm. the prefrontal cortex, to your logical thinking place. I think that you've managed to override that. <laughs> Yeah. Mostly. <laughs> yeah, mostly. I mean, I'm aware. I'm. I feel the fear. Yeah, yeah. 
I feel it. It's it's like I just want to hide under blankets, and that's my little girl. Yeah. Like just wanting to, you know, go like that. And I can hide under the blankets a little. And and I know because of my my prefrontal cortex, I know that this is something that that is calling me to that is it's a it's a hero's journey. I actually felt the the energy of Joseph Campbell nudging me the other day, going, No, Erica, this is your hero's journey. Go. Like, oh, this is, yeah, this is, this is, this is big stuff. So, yeah, I think Dr. Eplicott says, know who you are moment to moment. And so I think Mm -hmm. that's what you're doing. You're, you're in just that you're willing to talk about it and and admit to, you know, I don't really want to, that's not speaking for the whole of you, but it's the, there is a part of you that doesn't want to. So I think you keep shifting yourself and moment to moment, just making that adjustment until you finally engage yeah yeah that's awesome i can't wait to hear how that goes oh you'll find out (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i i love the theme of the from overwhelmed to calm to purposeful it seems like those steps of you know first you have to just settle down and to be able Mm -hmm. to take some steps of awareness and sort of get the lay in the land and I, and I think our society right now, I'm sorry. I, where did that theme come from for you? Uh, my life. Yeah. Because I, I, I study popular culture. Yeah. I mean, that, that, was my, that was my PhD was I studied popular culture. And, and to realize that there are so many elements of that that don't really resonate with me. Um. For example, um, I'll just do this as a visual. Okay. This is a little stasher bag. Stasher bag is silicone. I don't have to use plastic. Yeah. This makes me so happy because it's just one thing in a myriad of things that I've just taken out of my life that causes me stress. Okay. Um, And, you know, I didn't know that toxic cleaning chemicals were stressing me out until I took them out of my life. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that essential oils actually had amazing healing properties mm-hmm. until I started using them. Mm-hmm. And now I actually make blends with specific, um, for lack of a better way of putting it, for or they have energetic properties to them. Mm-hmm. So like I have one that, that, that eliminates negativity. Mm-hmm because it's a blend of different things that I know that's their purpose. And so like trying to bring all these elements in to show you that you don't have to be doing what you always did if it doesn't bring you joy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like if it creates stress in any way, it's contributing to the overwhelm. Mm -hmm. So let's look at all of the aspects of your life and take it step by step and pull you down from that so you can have a calmer, more fulfilling existence. So do you have a framework that you help people? What I, the word overwhelm is perfect because it's like, all right, where do I start with this mountain? Right. Things? So do you have a framework of how people can start to address those small things? 
the most, um, the easiest way to start is to see how much time you're spending with your distractions. Okay. Um, phone is one mm-hmm. or internet. Uh, the news, what are you actually taking in? Like if you, I'm aware of stuff. Like I know that there's half of Australia's on fire. Um, and I pray for that every day and I've given money for that. And that's not consuming me because I've done what I can and I keep praying every day. And what I mean by prayer is not, God, I really want a bike. Can I have a bike? Please let me have a bike. I'd really like a bike. That's not prayer. Mm-hmm. Prayer is, I pray for the highest and best cou- outcome of all involved in Australia. And so it is. It is so. Thank you. Amen. That's the difference. I don't have attachment to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so all of these things, or you can choose, you have free will for every single thing in your life. You may not know that, but you do. And so, am I going to eat those Cheetos? Well, how do I feel? How do I feel after I eat Cheetos versus how do I feel after I have uh, Simple Milk's crackers? Because Simple Milk's crackers are gluten-free and dairy-free and they're almond flour. Like, they're, for me, ridiculously healthy and satisfying. Mm -hmm. And they give me that crunch. And that's a choice I'm making. Mm -hmm. So, like... Every aspect of your life, you can look at your, your distractions. Like food's a distraction, um, news is a distraction. What you listen to is a distraction. What you, everything you allow to take up space in your life can be a distraction. So, how are you using that time? Mm-hmm. And just become aware of it. Don't judge yourself because this is not a judgment thing. This is like bringing awareness into it. Like, okay, so four hours a day I'm on my phone. What am I doing with that? What am I avoiding? Mm-hmm. So those and usually road marks or it could be some kind of a sign to say what's the most important thing for you to work on. If you're on the phone, it's another numbing device, another numbing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Definitely is. And, and what are you hiding from? Mm. I mean, I, I am an expert at hiding stuff. So I know, and I have a lot of spiritual practices that I do pretty much every day mm-hmm. to make sure that I'm not hiding. I, 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 I will allow myself if there's something big that's coming in from in, inside that's, that's a belief system that, I, that doesn't help me, I'll let myself avoid it for a day. Mm-hmm because I need to process the fact that I'm about to heal something really big. And then I'll actually sit down and I'll sit with it and I'll actually clear it with my spiritual tools because I don't want it in me anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. There's nothing fun in this. (laughs) And on the other side of it, I'm healthier. Yeah. So you've developed some tools and structure and things that you are comfortable with now that say, Mm -hmm. ah, when this happens, I do this to get back into back to center. Mm-hmm. There's a simple one that I can share. Um, it's called tapping cortices. And what it does is it connects your left and right brain so you can get in a calmer spot. And I'll turn sideways so you can see it. So you tap at the base of your head and the top of your head. Yeah. And then you tap your heart. Then you move to the middle of your head and tap on the top and the heart. Yeah. But you're there. 
and there. Are you tapping both hands or oh. tapping just holding? No, tapping with one I'm and just holding. Yeah, just holding. Yep, and then uh, both sides of my ears, mm -hmm. then tapping head and heart at the same time, and you do that twice. And then you tap your abdomen mm -hmm. and then you shake out. And the whole time while you're doing that, I'm connecting my left and right brain and allowing my highest self to flow through me mm -hmm. and bringing in calm. And for, I don't know the science behind it, but I know it works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I wonder, I was thinking, that I'm wondering if it's changing your brain waves to more of a meditative state. Um, it is calming me down. It does calm me down and it, and it integrates both sides. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's a great, that's a great suggestion. What other things do you do to bring calm? Hmm. My grounding pad. Yeah. I love my grounding pads. So my apartment's on the fifth floor of a building and they use Roundup outside. So I'm not bringing my feet outside in the bare grass because I'm very sensitive. Like I'm, I, I think the reason I have a gluten allergy is because I actually have a Roundup allergy mm -hmm. and it's sprayed on gluten. So um, Roundup and I don't get along. I'll just say that. Yeah. And so something I need though, and every human being needs is, to be connected to the earth. We've been connected to the earth for thousands of years, hundreds of thousands of years, and we've usually walked barefoot. Now we have these amazing Nike sneakers and you know, whatever it is that are patting us from the ground. Mm -hmm. And so we have this, it's, it's subtle. It's really subtle. You can't feel it unless you have, unless your feet are on the ground or in the ocean or on a grounding pad, then you sense the subtle calming down and it's, it's really not, I mean, I sleep with it on the base of the bed because I, I can sleep better. Mm -hmm. It doesn't logically, I mean, at, at first blush, it doesn't look like it makes sense, but knowing that this is how we've lived for as long as we've existed, except for the past hundred years where we've disconnected from nature, it makes a lot of sense. So that's another thing I do. I have diffusers with um, organic essential oils. Mm -hmm. I don't want anything synthetic. Um, my diet mm -hmm. is very clean. Mm -hmm. um, I drink I drink uh, filtered water mm -hmm. that's alkaline, and that calms me down. And I meditate. Mm -hmm. What do you do for meditation? Like, what's your meditation habit? I have a couple different ones. Sometimes I I chant Om. Mm -hmm. which just helps me vibrate, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, sometimes I do a silent meditation. I just listen to the inhale through my nose, exhale through my mouth, with my one hand on my heart, one hand on my abdomen. And sometimes I listen to guided meditations. Mm -hmm. It depends on where I am, but it's a, it's, it's a daily thing. And it doesn't have to be long. Like I'll do 15 minutes in the morning and then 15 minutes at night, and that will give me balance. And then sometimes in the middle of the day, I'll need it. I don't give myself 10 minutes. Sometimes if I'm really lucky, I'll actually have an hour to meditate. And that's really amazing because then I just go to a whole different place. But realistically, um, to start out with, that's, that's just not, that's hard. That's really hard because that's a hard habit because you have to, you have to recognize that your thoughts are not you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I know for a fact, I'll be meditating and I'll have a thought pop in and it wants me to write it down and distract me. And I know that if I don't write it down, I won't remember it. But then I wonder if it's actually important enough and usually it isn't. So, yeah. Nice. I'm wondering after you've done your hero's journey and um, whatever the, the, the uh, beginning of this year holds, I'm, I'm thinking ahead now to next year. What, how do you think you're, you'll be expressing your gifts? Like, hmm. Well, I know I'm going to be helping people with their overwhelm. Yeah. Um, I just opened my Shopify account today, um, which is a six-month one-on-one with me uh, to, to find out all the ways that you need support. Yeah. And then I have a three-month... Um, I have to come up with a better word, but it's addictions. Like if you have a food addiction or if you have a technology addiction, what kind of support do you need to get off it? Mm-hmm. So you can actually connect more deeply into that, the, those fears that you have that I can actually help you navigate through because, because fears are just in your head. Mm-hmm. They don't feel it. I know I've actually dealt with some very deep childhood fears. Um, and I felt the feelings of those of myself as an infant. I was in traction because um, I had a dislocated hip. So it wasn't like I wasn't abused or anything, but I was my, my infant self thought I was. And so actually feeling that fear of betrayal at six months old and being put in traction and being tortured in my head, mm-hmm. um, I didn't want to do that. That was terrifying. Mm-hmm. And I did it and I fully felt I was doubled over in pain and sobbing for two minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't have to carry it anymore. So like that kind of healing is integral to each of us. And if you don't know how to do it, it's really scary. Mm-hmm. So I want to help people with that. We're almost out of time. I want to make sure people know how to reach out to you to find your Shopify site and find out how they sure. connect with you with your podcast and with your coaching. Okay. Everything's on all things in the name of love.com. Okay. Um, that's podcast. That's um, consulting business. That's even some of the essential oils I mix. Um, I'm also, if you just want to listen to the podcast, I'm on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google play, iHeartRadio, and as of today, YouTube. Great, great. So you're going to put the the videos up on YouTube as well. That's nice. Yep. So, um, and then are you working at all with groups or just with individuals? Um, With the addictions, um, I want to have a group because I think that's important for that support group. So it's going to be a weekly call and then a Facebook forum because I really want that supportive environment because that's, that's, that's hard. I know. I mean, taking sugar took me three years Yeah, I was by myself. Same, yeah. I was thinking the same thing that having some of each, the one-on-one opportunity, but a group would be so helpful as well. And, and uh, you're facilitating that would be amazing. So, yeah. 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 Thank you. Well, it sounds like so much growth for you this year. And um, so I'm really happy that you're able to come on Totally Well and share your a bit of your journey. I'd love to talk with you again and yeah. catch up in the not too distant Definitely. future. Definitely. 
Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, such a pleasure, Joyce. Thank you. Thanks, Erica. <laughs>